Hello and welcome back to Yay Basketball, the basketball game show. Monday. What is it? The 20th? December 20th, 2021. It is. It is. It's Christmas. Ish. Christmas ish. <laughs> Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas. Yeah. Uh, it is kind of a crisis in the NBA world, if you're paying attention. We'll talk about that later on. I am your host and producer, Michael Padilla. Along with me today, I have Kyle. Howdy. And Justin. Here we are. Hello. We are so glad to be back for our Christmas special episode. It is a special Christmas-themed Yay Basketball. We're so excited to be here. Uh, Follow us at Yay underscore Basketball on what? Twitter and Instagram. Add me on the group. And already, just a reminder, we are recording live from the Yay Studio. We'll do it live. Fucking thing. Uh, be sure to subscribe, rate, review, share with friends. Spotify just introduced rating systems on their podcast, so please go rate five stars if you are a Spotify listener. That helps us a lot. Last week, we released another couple bangers, including an all-games episode with our friend Bob Aldrit, and then an overtime as well, in which we discussed just how good the Warriors are, how bad the Lakers are, who the best player ever to come out of the state of California is, and more. So be sure to check those out if you have not already. We have a great episode planned for you, thanks in large part to a great-ish week in the league, and uh, we have a good episode, so let's just get to it with a Christmas-themed game-ish called NBA. A gift exchange. Yeah. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> you thought we were just going to do some boring-ass Christmas? Oh, hell no. Mm-hmm. Trap remix. <laughs> <laughs> oh, boy. If All right. I knew where you lived. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Justin. Oh. So why don't you kick us off here? Uh, what what team or player or who are you gifting? What are you gifting this well, holiday season? Well, what I really want to gift this season is to basically my Washington Wizards. Mm. I want to gift a second star because Bradley Beal's a superstar in his own right with a James Harden ability to score, but all he needs is a Robin. Whether that's a Chris Paul type distributor or a Rudy Gobert rim protector, I just feel like that one addition easily puts my Wizards into the conference finals. A la the James Harden era Rockets. Do you have any names that you'd throw out there? Like, could you? Would you gift him someone specific? I would. I would love for them to get Miles Turner. Mm-hmm. I feel oh. like that as a rim protector, he would do enough. Like, you, I don't. They don't need another amazing thing. They just need one more kind of a. I would. He's not a star, I guess, but he is like one he, of the best rim protectors in the league for sure. Obviously, he's averaging almost three blocks a game right now. But I do say. feel like he could blossom in a place like Washington that has lots of pieces, you know? Yeah. yeah. Lots of room. Well, sort of lots of room for him. They're getting Thomas Bryant back. Mm-hmm. Other guys are like that small forward, power forward position. Mm-hmm. So it'd yeah. Be a I, really big team, but it could work. Historically, I think the, the bigger the team, the the higher their ceiling, if you will. Uh, well, yeah. The ceiling is the roof. So <laughs> <laughs> All right. Good gift. I'm sure the Wizards would love that. I Bradley, mean, yeah. Be- Bradley Beal would love that. I think, well... You're the only know. one he, who thought about them this year. I, so. I'm, still thinking, I'm still thinking of them, and uh, you know we're wishing on a star for him. I would like to gift Luca some goons, some goblins, some mean, 
angry guys. What's a goon to a guy? <laughs> yeah. Um, Luca has that like ultra competitive mindset. Um, and I just think he needs dudes next to him that are just like ready to scrap. You know, I think it's the team that Luca will be uh, most successful with, um, like with some just bitter. Like I want to see Luca on a like bad boy style kind of team, you know, like, yeah. a, like an angle. Cause like he can do the flash. He can be creative and brilliant on the court. And his play style, I think would fit really well with some toughness and aggression. And Kristaps Porzingis is not that. <laughs> he <laughs> is mean? just, he's a seven foot three popsicle stick. And uh, I mean, you know, his, his MRA came back negative on him, which is good. Um, but he just is injured all the time and, and frail. And it's been years since we saw a good Kristaps. So I'd like to get him, I'd like to get Lucas somebody that's just mean. Just yeah. <laughs> who are your people yeah. in mind? The Detroit guy. What's his name again? Oh. <laughs> beef stew, beef stew, yeah, beef stew. Beef stew. Uh, he's gettable, uh, I'm sure. <laughs> he is gettable, <laughs> unless he's out right now. Probably, jeez. I don't know. Would you put Daniel House in that conversation? <laughs> sure, he's uh, available now. I guess. I don't know. I, I just want like, kind of like a Patrick Beverly, like you know, Patrick Beverly trick y'all. But still, I feel like mm. I want like a Pat, like just somebody who's crazy on his team with him. Got some dog in him. Yeah, you know, PJ Tucker. Yeah, yeah. I want like okay. a Udonis Haslam kind of like. Udonis Haslam changes things they're, up. Yeah, they're all in Miami right now. <laughs> That's true. DJ Tucker, one That's of the Morris true. twins. I don't know which one. Maybe remember. maybe I switch it up and I just go Luca with the Heat. Mm. Or put both Morris twins in Dallas. That's Ooh, all God. the goon you need. That's yeah. All the goons and the Jokic brothers. <laughs> all together, <laughs> assistant coaches. Kyle, who? Are you, what, what gift are you giving on this Christmas? You know, I never like shopping for like a bunch of little gifts. I like to kind of knock it out and do one mm. really big kind of over the top gift. So okay. I would like to gift the Orlando Magic to us, the oh. people of Kansas City. Oh, <laughs> move that franchise, specifically us three. <laughs> yes, us three and everybody else who lives here in Kansas City. Uh, you know, obviously Seattle's first on the list of cities that are going to get another NBA team, but you know, politics. I think exactly politics, but I think you just have to uh, reclaim the thunder if you're Seattle and rewrite a 13 year injustice against mm. the Seattle Sonics fans. So you move them there. And then if you don't want to add any more teams, cause all the other owners are greedy, you know, just give us the Orlando magic. Uh, the main reason why is they have no dudes. They have nobody to market on that team. You know, as a diehard, I like Cole Anthony and like Mo Bamba's fun as a mm. prospect, but like, you can't market those guys. You can't advertise them. So, Sugs. yeah, maybe. But I'm just thinking, season tickets would be almost affordable. Oh yeah, and like nowhere else, really. Oh, yeah. So, bring them here. Mm -hmm. I'll buy season tickets. I think it would be a blast to root for like a shitty team for a while. Yeah. Yep. And just go to watch like the other stars come into town. Absolutely. You know, buy low, and yep. then when they're good. We'll be Your grandfathered in on those season tickets, boy. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> and and earlier in the week, Justin sent a picture to Kyle and I that um, the floor, what would you call them? The floor maintenance crew? The people that wipe the f sweaty floors. Oh, yeah, yeah, oh, yeah. Make like north of 80K a year. I'm, yep. I'm applying I'm applying immediately. tomorrow. Yeah. So if the podcast just ends one day, <laughs> it's because we all got you'll jobs. You'll see us on the court, don't worry. <laughs> floor sweepers <laughs> for T-Mobile Arena. That'd be good. Uh, There's one thing Kansas City's good at. It's supporting a bad team for a long time of being bad. Yeah. So, um, and then them turning around out of nowhere. And yeah. it looks fun. Like, Kings fans still have fun. I want I want some of that. Yeah. And then if you get them out of Orlando, that means the DeVos family gets out of the NBA. Mm. That's a plus. Yeah. I'm sure we have some psycho billionaire family here that I don't know about. <laughs> But I'm excited to learn about them. Yeah. So, <laughs> but I, our own Tiger King situation. Yeah. Well, let's bring the magic in. 
I think those are good gifts. I know I, uh, as a resident of KC, would love. I'd take the magic in a heartbeat. Think, uh, any team, but uh, yeah, yeah I think the magic would be fun. Any team, yeah, I, yeah. I don't Jonathan know. Isaac would appeal to a certain portion of our population. Mm-hmm. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> there's a lot to offer. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> All right, I like it. Oh. Good gifts, gentlemen. I would love to see the the magic or the kings or yeah, like you said, any team in Kansas City. All right. Well, we uh, we're, we're going kind of every other here, so we're going to do one of our regular segments, and that would be: Did this dude just did this? I was kind of like in shock that this whole thing happened. At that time, I'm walking to the free throw line. And I'm thinking, like, man, did this dude just did this? Is this real? That's right. It's did this dude just did this? There were a lot of games, shots, performances. People flying over in in sleighs. Kyle, was your did this dude? My did this dude's going out to one Austin Reeves oh. for his <laughs> epic game winner against the Mavericks this week. If you missed the game, Michael, do you have the audio? I don't have the audio for this one. I apologize. Psych, cut it. <laughs> uh, it was an insane shot. I watched. I got to start the game of about the fourth quarter overtime. It was a blast. Uh, Reeves ultimately had the game winner. Kleber hit a banked in just prayer shot of a three uh, the play prior to tie the game up in overtime. Another interesting tidbit, Russ played really well. Like he was kind of the decision maker for the whole fourth quarter and overtime. And I'm going to roast him when he plays like shit and <laughs> tanks the Lakers chances. So, oh, you mean like last night? So, yeah, I'm going to give Bulls. him a shout out when he actually looked good because he made some really timely passes, smart plays. And I was like, okay, this could work. But mm. apparently, yeah, I missed last night's game. Well, it, it, he had a good line. And that's kind of Westbrook's thing, isn't it? Great stat yeah. line. But uh, he. I don't, I just don't, I don't understand. I mean, you've got LeBron James on the court. You're down one with 36 seconds left, I think. And he thinks now's the time to post up the center for the Bulls. Yeah, Nikola that's Vukic, Vukic. Russ's, like Yo, whole he game don't now is for post-play. anyone. Okay. Yeah. He'll take on anyone. Yeah, but mm, wow. shouldn't. Yeah. Anyways. <laughs> Austin Reeves, though, that's, uh, it kind of goes under the radar because they make a lot of suspect free agent decisions mm-hmm. they the lakers have drafted really well yeah. for years yeah like all of their draft picks you look around and it's like obviously they didn't well, have a way of keeping all of them but yeah, it's like somewhere doing something julius randall brandon ingram d'angelo russell kyle kuzma yeah. like they draft well yeah. and i think we all need to like maybe pay attention more to when they draft somebody like okay obviously there's going to be the cult of personality around them just from lakers fans but he might be another player, and I meant to go back. I meant to text Michael Chang to verify this, but do you remember him telling us why Austin Reeves left Wichita State originally? No. I didn't I'm, even know he attended Wichita State. He went to Wichita State and then transferred to Oklahoma, and it was like supposedly about playing time, but I'm pretty sure he got busted with Greg Marshall's daughter. Oh, no. Good job. But I'm going to have to go back and verify that. It just sounds like I, I know there's a funny <laughs> story about why he actually left Wichita State, but I'm rooting for the kid. Oh, well, well uh, he uh, he reminded me in that moment a lot of uh, uh, another shooter uh, with a similar skin tone that LeBron played with in Miami, Mike Miller. Oh, um, okay. In that, and just in that sequence, in that last little bit, just kind of his movement and his, you know, understanding that he got it, he had to keep moving and things like that, catching the ball and hitting the shot. Uh, oh, and he got hacked on it. Oh yeah. Oh, oh absolutely. I he got, got flipped over. Yeah. That's what it looked like. <laughs> like, like a close. No line. call. Yeah. <laughs> 
Yeah. yeah. Justin, who's your did this dude of the week? My did this dude is SGA out there in Oklahoma City doing some big things. Kind of went off. Uh, first time he goes off, he ties the game with the Pelicans, hitting the three with less than two seconds left. And I believe we do have the audio for this one because I'm more important. Nope. <laughs> <laughs> get there. Got to follow. And they do. He fouled him. Garrett Temple tried to foul him. 1.4 to play out of timeouts. Garrett Temple reached for him, didn't get him, and gives Shea Gilgis Alexander credit as Devontae sends it. Oh! Gets it! Gets it! <laughs> And the Thunder get traumatized again this season uh, by Devontae Graham hitting that prayer. But just three days later, SGA comes back, hits a step back three buzzer beater to push the Thunder past the Clippers by one. Uh, And that's pretty impressive. I just thought it was pretty cool that you basically, you did hit two basic buzzer beaters, but one of them got canceled out and you got your little redemption arc there. Yeah, that SGA shot against the Clippers felt like a, like a uh, kind of a middle finger to the the organization of like, hey. You traded me, and mm-hmm. I know That's true. players don't it get those a lot. Sides. Yeah. It did work out for both sides. Yeah. If, if Kawhi uh, exists on a basketball court uh, in, again, um, I did see. Uh, I think it was uh, uh, Jason Concepcion tweet after all these players are, you know, get it uh, in health and safety protocols, and everybody's out. He tweeted, "Kawhi's uh, dead hand <laughs> shoots out of the freshly shoveled dirt, and he's like zombie Kawhi, ready to come back and like watch yeah. him." Watch him come and uh, save the day. So that Graham shot was crazy, though. Mm-hmm. Sixty feet. Yeah, insane. Really great timing. You know who wrote an article about Devonte Graham and his impeccable timing six years ago? Was it you? It was me. Oh, ah, cool. Yeah. Nice. I just Man. found it. It took me like thirty minutes to find the article, but uh, yeah, I don't have ties to many NBA players like that. But I did get to interview him and Bill Self uh, when he was at KU and oh, write a story about how like. Yeah, like Appalachian State was the only uh, college program to offer him anything, to like recruit him at all. Hmm. And then he ended up at KU. I did not know you had an interview with him. Yeah. That's cool. Yeah. I knew you were a fan of him, but I didn't know you hung out with the Yeah, dude. that's what. I, oh, yeah, we're tight. Did you, get, yeah. did you guys go to like Jefferson's, <laughs> get wings or something? Or no, we did not. No. Okay. But I did get to interview him. He's a nice That's guy. cool. That's awesome. Well, my did this dude is MVP candidate question mark exclamation point? DeMar DeRozan, uh, in a game featuring three first ballot Hall of Famers, of course, LeBron, Russ, and Caruso, uh, the player that stood out the most last night was DeMar DeRozan. He went crazy. So he had 38 points without even attempting a three-pointer. Yeah. Zero for zero from three. Mid-range on 100. Like, just that's just what he does. That's what he's done the whole time. Our first episode with Justin on when he did the guess that player, one of the hints was known for his mid-range game. He is known for his mid-range game. It's not... Paul Millsap, as you might have thought. In a, uh, um, it's never going away. <laughs> never, ever. We'll never let you live it down. Um, he took over in the fourth quarter, scoring all but four points for the Bulls while he was on the floor. So, damn. And nobody could do a damn thing with him either. LeBron, Russ, Ariza, they all tried their damnedest, and they just and he was just wetting and netting everything. It was uh, really impressive. I think, I think LeBron got one stop on him, but then the Lakers just decided, I think it would be fun if we never rebounded a basketball. <laughs> I think... Something we should try as a team would be if we just gave the ball to the other team when they miss a shot. There were four attempts, I think, I think, yeah, four attempts in the last, uh, in the stretch from one minute to 36 seconds, the next time the Lakers got the ball. And the Lakers had four different, three different attempts to get a rebound, couldn't do it. Unbelievable. It's not an easy thing to do. And now they are missing Anthony Davis, which they fucking missed him last night in those closing minutes. Yeah. But you've got Russ 
who is known to be probably is he the best rebounding point guard ever? Probably. I mean, statistically, of course. Yeah, but, but again, how much of that is because Stephen Adams was boxing out the biggest guy on the other team and helping Russ get rebounds? No, no, for sure. For years, for sure. Statistically, yes, of course. Yeah. But uh, but either way, like oh, they just didn't. I'm upset about it. I'm, I'm so I was watching that like what the fuck are you guys doing? Is uh, this like the, one of the first full Lakers games you've watched? Because you sound like how I've been like, feeling all season trying to watch this Lakers. No, team. Like, it was the God. first. It was the first collapse that I watched. Okay, it, yeah, I've I've, I've, I've watched a lot of games, but I I don't think I've wa- I've either watched them lose and I'm like, oh, or I, it's one of them where I like catch the highlights afterwards. But this one I watched all of because it was a big matchup or, or most of. And yeah, they fucking fell apart. And a lot of it was thanks in part to DeMar DeRozan, who honestly, I mean, where are you putting him on your MVP right now? I think he's top three. I was, that's so weird that we all arrived here and threw it yeah. out there because I was getting ready for like, yeah. I don't know if this is going to be a hot take, but I'm going to throw it out there. Yeah, I think he's up there. Top three-ish, top five for sure. I'd go uh, Steph and Jokic and him probably. Oh, you, Kevin Jokic Durant. Kevin Durant, Durant. Yeah, Kevin yeah. Durant is playing out of his mind. Like he just is. Yeah. If, if if Steph has to stay on this like incredible streak, I think for Katie not to win it. Yeah. Although with Katie out for the next two, what is it, two or three games? I think because of the the Christmas the um, health and safety protocols, he's out for a minute. But yeah, I don't know. I, I just, just think over the course of the season, we're going to get a lot more James Harden stuff. I mm-hmm. feel like Kyrie's probably going to come back at some point, right. and that kind of derails like That's you true. give an MVP to a team yeah. that has like I don't know. And Jokic is having an incredible year, but I don't. I don't know. There's an intriguing narrative there, and the Nuggets aren't doing so hot. Right See, now. that's the thing I think works against DeRozan. Yeah, but I. But I mean, the Bulls are. If the Bulls keep playing like this, then 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 I think he's going to definitely have, be a candidate for it. Uh, he'll. I think he'll receive votes at the end of the year. Let's uh, let's uh, let's table that conversation for uh, yay basketball overtime. How about that? Okay, a little teaser. We'll see y'all on Thursday. Uh, okay, we are doing a Christmas episode, so we've been keeping a list. We've been checking it. We just made it so just once we checked, we checked it once. It once. Um, but that is enough. So we're gonna do a little naughty or nice list. That's right. Oh, bangers. <laughs> awesome. Uh, Kyle. Is that what keeps us from being like copyrighted on it? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, for sure. <laughs> Kyle, who's, uh, you got, who you got on your naughty or nice list? You know what? <laughs> on the nice list, I'm putting Patrick Beverly, typically mm-hmm. known for being the, uh, the heel of the NBA. You'd think he'd be on the naughty list, but I'm adding him to the nice list this week for the uh, highlight, if you may have seen it, of him picking up the referee mid-play after the ref uh, collided with a courtside fan and was uh, coming out the backcourt. And Beverly looked up, saw he had room, ran over, picked up the ref, got him uh, back going in the play without any stoppages. So it was pretty funny to watch. Uh, extra funny because it's Patrick Beverly. He's certainly got a interesting relationship with the yeah. referees of the NBA. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. But he's helping the Wolves. You know, they have, they've had a weird month. They started December with five straight losses. Uh, since then, four straight wins. Blazers, Nuggets, Lakers, and Mavericks. Damn. Four teams that are right in there, uh, standings-wise with them. The Timberwolves are are in eighth place right now, so they're in that play-in game. They'd face the Mavericks. Uh, the Lakers are a half game ahead of them. Mavs are half game behind them. Uh, Nuggets are also just a half game ahead of them. So that's, I mean, that's their competition, and they just rattle off four straight wins. So they're starting to look better. Yeah, the Wolves might have something. 
Yeah. Um, Justin, what you got on your uh, not here nice list? Well, I also went with a nice list addition. Uh, for me, making the nice list was Isaiah Thomas getting his little return. Sanders' little helper over there. He definitely <laughs> played above his standards uh, a little bit. It's good to see him coming back. He only played 22 minutes and put up 19 points off the bench for the Lakers. So even though it was a blowout loss to those Timberwolves, it's good to see him back in the league, even in a limited role. Yeah. To be honest with you. After he got screwed out of so much money by the Celtics. Oh, my gosh. Absolutely. <sighs> Isaiah was a player there for a second. Like, yeah. Dude, that was one of the most fun individual seasons yeah. to watch. He was, and he was a blast. Like, way more in the MVP conversation than a lot of people yeah. like, really yeah. remember, I think. No, he was like, incredible. The, the, he finished the, top three? Of course, the game that, uh, mm, you know, the game know. after his, his sister passed, unfortunately. He went out of his mind. Didn't he set the... Uh, the record for a uh, or tied the record or something like that with the Celtics postseason points or something. Points, like I don't, that. He went bananas. He did and go. You didn't have to play. Yeah, like you, it, we was all except no one was going to get mad at you for yeah. not playing that game. Right. Yeah. Um, but it's uh, good to see. Yeah, it's good to see Isaiah back. I hope I hope he he can kind of stick around. Maybe if if you know if it's not with the Lakers, although they do need the help right now, if it's not with them, I do hope he kind of finds a home. Just because I think he's still got some gas in the tank. So yeah, like you said, I'd love to see uh, uh, Santa's little helper. <laughs> <laughs> he finished fifth. <laughs> fifth in the MVP race. Fifth year. in the MVP. That's Jeez. crazy. That was that Russ's crazy. MVP. Year. Oh. They gave him one vote per foot of his height. Um, <laughs> All right. <laughs> On my naughty or nice list, I'm going, I'm not going nice with like you guys. I'm going naughty. Fucking Jason Kidd. Ooh, man. How dare you insult the franchise player and future baby goat Luka Dontrich. Dontrich? <laughs> New one. Fupa Donch. Uh, for complaining to the refs. Sure, Luka bitches about calls, but <laughs> just like most superstars. But you don't see their head coaches like calling them out to the media, fucking narc. Um, he looks like a mechanic from Pimp My Ride. Yo, Jason, <laughs> we heard you like wasting years of a generational talent's career, so we put a gener- generational talent inside a generational talent so you can waste their career while you waste their career. It doesn't make sense, but it does if you think about it. You guys remember when Kid uh, had, his, had his player bump into him so he could spill his drink on uh, and get a free time out? It's kind of savvy. <laughs> fucking dumb, I hate him. <laughs> That's what I have to say to Jason Kidd. Fucking idiot. Shitty ass bald head. Why are you an op? Like you looking. get laid. Mark Cuban's your papa. Like fuck that guy. I hate him. He's a I, shitty coach. And I, like yeah. you were fine as a player, but that's it. You were fine. Like yeah, he's going to be a Hall of Famer, but I don't need you. I don't want you. That's a weird sentence. <laughs> he's a Hall of Famer, but yeah. fuck him. Fuck him. Hey, how many Hall of Famers do I not? are we not fans of? I'm not. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Okay. okay. So, listen, I'll take it. Okay, well, that was my naughty list. Fucking yeah. dork. I hate him. Uh, <laughs> that brings don't us... don't have this much animosity towards him. <laughs> it's only a him as a coach. As a player, I'm just like, whatever. Like, you were yeah. a guy. Like, cool. You did passes and shit. You know, triple doubles. All right, cool. But just like, the Giannis thing really pisses me off. And he's oh, yeah. just a bad coach. And I just can't understand why Dallas brought him there. But I'm also just kind of on 10 right now. So that's why I'm feeling like uh, super aggressive Gosh, towards I mean, him. Yeah. All right, that brings us to our next segment, Speed Takes. Ho, 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 ho. Switched it up on you fuckers. <laughs> weren't expecting that. I was not expecting that. All right. It's the elephant in the room. We got to talk about it. After a recent outbreak of COVID-19 this week, more than 100 players are currently in the NBA's health and safety protocols. This has resulted in several games being postponed, as well as Toronto playing home games at half capacity now. 
with Christmas, one of the biggest days on the NBA calendar looming. What should Adam Silver and the NBA do, Kyle? Uh, I think they should have suspended play like a week ago. Yeah. Uh, obviously, probably not going to fly money-wise, but I think that was the best thing. Uh, the Christmas Day games account for so much of their revenue, and they're not going to be as watchable. We don't have several of the big name stars, including ones that were pivotal to why these were matchups in the first place, like Trey Young visiting the Garden again. So, yeah. Uh, you know, can't go back and change it, but that's what they should have done. Uh, I hear you. I just think they should just put all them out there anyway. Uh, I just don't see that many players getting actually sick sick. I guess that's kind of my only caveat is they're the healthiest people in the world. and Or just give them the option. Everybody gets the option. If you want to opt in to play, fine. And everybody says okay and sign off on it. But like, Wait, like play with COVID? Sure. Ugh, what the fuck? <laughs> no one's getting sick. Like, actually, you know what I mean? Like, they're in protocols. But the, you see the NFL doing it. They're not going to test healthy players that have been vaccinated. If you're not showing symptoms, you're not getting tested anymore. So they're going to see a drop in their people in COVID protocol. Yeah, the NFL so is like the, the dumbest way. league. Yeah. Um, I mean, they make more, make more money than the NBA does. Yeah. yeah Look, only it, smart people make money. Here's what I think. <laughs> here's what I think. Uh, it, what's losing them more money, though? Like, yeah, capacity or not having the players on teams? You know, so it, it, for me, I, I really don't know what the move is. I mean, I, I think you're right. They should have suspended play until a week and said Christmas Day. We'll be back. Everybody's good. Let's shut it down. I think yeah. Kevin Durant should have been the first. Like whenever Kevin Durant goes down, you go, OK, no more games till Christmas. But it, it, it's I, I, now I don't know what the hell they're going to do. But, you know, wish everybody's healthy. And, you know, that's all we can do. Anyways. OK. The impending return of Warriors wing killer Clay Thompson will have to wait as the team announced this week that the thrilling three-point threat will target an end-of-December date for his debut. <laughs> this, of course, means that Steph's splash bro and sidekick won't be sliding down the chimney on Christmas morning to rejoin the team for their matchup against the scorching hot suns. When he does return, what do you expect from the king of cool Clay Thompson, Justin? You know, I've gone back and forth about this kind of week because everybody's talked about it the entire year you know um i think we're gonna get a pretty good clay thompson but i think it's gonna be honestly a little bit of a more diminished one than everybody else i don't think we're getting 80 percent. i think we're gonna get somewhere in the realm of like 60 percent of old clay thompson. wow okay mm. can i take the 80 percent yeah i'll take the 80 percent. take the 80 take the over yeah. Yeah. Right. i'll take the over on that i think he's gonna be good uh you know if they were rushing him back and he was starting the beginning of the season i'd probably be like yeah, I don't know what to expect. Like, he hadn't been out, you know, that long, enough time to recover. But they've been overly cautious on this. Yeah. Um, and that makes me think they're not going to send him back out there until they think he is Clay Thompson. And so, if, yeah. if anything proves that, it's him getting pushed back again. Uh, you know, yeah. they were expecting him to come back the 23rd uh, and uh, or the 21st, whatever their first game was before Christmas Day. And, and then him being able to play on Christmas Day, that was the big thought for a long time. And just gets, keeps getting pushed back by only, you know, couple days few you know a week or so at a time but i think that's uh that's that is really uh, representative of how cautious they are being with with uh clay and his health i'm gonna say he's gonna be back as a shooter as an offensive player i'm a little nervous about the defensive side um because the quickness and the lateral movement that's what you need most with the two injuries that he had and i think that that might be the thing that Kind of makes me nervous, but ultimately, I'm hoping for. I mean, I'm hoping for 100, percent but you know that's unrealistic. So I, I, I'm yeah. expecting, let's say, 80. Yeah. All right. Hey, uh, two tickets to the Tower of Terror, please. <laughs> this Friday, Lakers forward Anthony Davis sprained his MC- MCL and will be out for at least four weeks. 
The loser Lakers currently sit in the seventh spot, just above 500. After another big injury, are the Lakers doomed for the play-in, Kyle? Yes, they are doomed for the play-in. I'm not going to go over the top and say they're going to miss it all together, but yeah, I don't see how they dig themselves. They're a play-in team. Just looking, watching them play, they're a play-in team. Uh, I think the odds are they're a play-in team, but I can see them riding the ship enough to just get to the six. So, but but without like predicting like a twenty-game win streak or something, like mechanically, like as a team, yeah. how do they how do they quote unquote write the ship? Uh, What's the I, move? I don't know what the move is, but I know LeBron's gonna figure it out. Okay, because every year when he's healthy, they kind of do figure it out. All right. Hey, I know I've I've seen it. I've watched, but who knows. All right. This would be the last year. You know what I mean? I mean, this is like the least movable roster yeah, you it's could tough. possibly come up with. It's tough. <sighs> yeah. They have two, <laughs> they they have have two guys that are not like the max contract or the vet minimum, and it's Taylor Horton Tucker and Kendrick Nunn. So one has not played this year, so I don't know who's interested in Kendrick Nunn. Uh, I don't and know. two, Taylor Horton Tucker was better off not playing this year because his value yeah. has only gone down yeah. from playing this season. He had one so. good game. That's been it. Yep. Okay, for that one, but. just before getting COVID, Nets star guard Alex Jones, I'm sorry, I mean Kyrie Irving was set to return to the team to play road <laughs> games. Assuming the Nets return their 10, 10, 10 players from health and safety protocols and go on a run, how open is their third eye right now? And what is this, what does Kyrie's return mean for the first place club? Uh, I think it's great. Um, I think it's Sick. amazing because I do think they're also going to try and not actually win that many games the rest of the season. Play for not having home court advantage because you need to get Kyrie wow. Irving for more games. Justin's third eye is open. Mm-hmm. Holy shit. That's the play. It's been the play the whole time, guys. It's that's been a, the, it's wow, for sure. That's a bar right there. That's sick. What you got? I have nothing to add to that. That's <laughs> amazing. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I, I mean, if he comes back and he's Kyrie of old, which, you know, it's not like he's had, like, major, major, major injuries. You know, he had knee surgery, of course, way back in, what was it, 2015. And, you know, he's injured his foot and injured this and that over the course of time. But, I mean, the big thing has been his vaccination vaccination status. So yeah. I... Well, yeah, I think we can assume that we're going to get 100% of Kyrie versus the, like, Clay Thompson situation. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. not something like that. Yeah, I mean, you know, he might be a little rusty. Time off. Yeah. Shake, shake it off a little bit, but we'll see. Okay, we're prepping for NBA Christmas Day. So that leads us to our game for the week. It's going to be NBA Christmas Day trivia. Now, this is how this works. So as we all know, the NBA season doesn't really kick off until Christmas Day. Everything else is simply preseason. Every year, the NBA slates some of its best matchups of the regular season for Christmas. So let's do some Christmas Day trivia. This is a multiple choice trivia game. Each question is worth 100 points. Very straightforward. You'll each get a shot at three questions. Uh, You guys want to think of a number between one and a thousand. Forty-seven. Six hundred and twenty-three. Six twenty-three gets it. Justin, you have a choice. Would you like to go first or second? Um, yeah, you know, I'm gonna go first and accept the challenge. All right, here we are. Who holds the record for most points scored in an NBA Christmas Day game? Rick Barry, Wilt Chamberlain, Kobe Bryant, or Bernard King? Hmm. We're gonna go with. Bernard King. Final answer. Final answer. Yep. Cool. You got it. 100 Woo! points. Nice. Nicely yes. done. All right. 100 points to Justin. Kyle. 
Who holds the record for most Christmas Day games lost? A. Johnny Green. B. Shaquille O'Neal. C. Kobe Bryant. Or D. Gene Shu. Mm. I'll go Kobe Bryant on that one. Kobe Bryant, final answer? Yes, sir. Yep. You got it. Nicely done. Sick. 100 points I to like each of you. We have not explained our answers on either of these. No, we, I, look, I, don't, I don't think. Well, <laughs> yeah. What am I going to do with this Just one? Just go with it. Uh, you know I mean? Yeah, actually, good point. Uh, Bernard King got 60 against the Nets. I don't remember what year. Who cares? Uh, Kobe Bryant 52. has lost 10 games. He's also played the most games. That uh, was my thinking on Kobe. Well done on the first one. I would have got that wrong because I like kind of chuckled at Bernard King because he always sneaks in there on NBA records you don't think about. It's mm-hmm. always like, well, surely it's not. Nope, it's again Bernard no, King. Again no. Bernard King. BK will have it his way. Yeah. I want it to be known. Wilt Chamberlain had 59. <laughs> yeah, I know. Oh, yeah. Oh, I knew you were going to say that. It took him <laughs> double overtime to do it. Fuck yeah. off. Uh, okay. I was there. <laughs> Sick. What year, what year did the NBA start playing Christmas Day games? Ooh. A, 1979, B, 1963, C, 1947, or D, 1981. Okay, so it's before 81. Okay. Right, that makes sense. Before Wilt. Because obviously he's played, yeah, he's so it's got to be yeah. back in the back of the days. You know what? I'm going to, can I hear the options one more time, please? 79, 63, 47, 81. Oh. One more time, just because I need to remember the Good please. God. Just, 79, just 63, 47, 81. 63. 63. Final, Final answer? answer? Nope. Nope. <laughs> you got it wrong. It was 1947. That's, yeah. Okay. It was the NBA's second season. Uh, I didn't piece that together until you said it. I was like, oh, well, fuck. Obviously, well, <laughs> obviously it was a long time ago. <laughs> I was like, oh, they're gonna, I'm going to get him with this one because I put out a bunch of other ones. Uh, also, 1979, the year that uh, uh, the three-point line was introduced and Magic Johnson was drafted, if you remember from last week's episode. Yes. Uh, he won the MVP in 1986. Amazing. Uh, okay. What NBA franchise has played the fewest games on Christmas Day, Kyle? A, Minnesota. B, Indiana. C, Utah, or D, New Orleans. Mm. I, I mean, I feel pretty confident in New Orleans. I'm gonna go with that. New Orleans. Final answer. Yes, sir. Nope. The Jazz. Nope. Yeah. Nope. <laughs> <laughs> Which one? You, <laughs> <laughs> you want to guess Indiana? No. Nope. <laughs> it was Minnesota. Or oh. Toronto. Oh. They've both only played two Christmas Day games. Wow. Uh, Toronto is 0-2 on Christmas Day, and Minnesota is 1-1 one one in their history on Christmas How Day. How many have New Orleans played? Five. That's kind of... Uh, I guess in the Anthony Davis era. Yeah. 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 They played a few for, eight, for AD. That's, yeah. that's what that was. All right, Justin. Last question. Okay. What game is estimated to be the most watched Christmas Day game in NBA history? 2009 Celtics at Lakers, 2017 Warriors at Cavs, 2012 Mavericks at Heat, or 2008 Suns at Lakers. Okay. Um, Great game. So should we talk about the backstories of some of these? I guess we can. So the 2012 
game would have been the rematch. Re- rematch. Yep. Right? Uh, all of uh, all but one of these are rematches of the finals from the prior years. So mm-hmm. the 2009 Celtics Lakers, 2008 won, the Celtics won the championship over the Lakers. 2017 Warriors at Cavs, Warriors won the championship over the Cavs. Yeah. Uh, oh, sorry, the Cavs won the championship over the Warriors in 16. Uh, in 2011, the Mavs won over the Heat. And 2008 in a Western Conference Finals, the Lakers and the Suns. Uh, met and the Lakers won that one. Yeah, so I would you gotta I gotta think right now is when was the league just more popular as well, right? It's I think it has to do with fan bases mm-hmm. and when the league was more popular. So I'm gonna go with the Celtics Lakers game, just because two storied franchises, very very big fan bases. Yeah, and it's Kobe. It's you know the truth but we hate but yeah and at the time there was, was the whole huge. like renewal of the rivalry yeah. like oh they're back they're mm-hmm. fighting yeah. again in the finals yeah, yeah. It's uh nope <laughs> uh it was the 2017 warriors at Cavs. Yeah, uh also the best christmas day game i've ever ever seen that was worst yeah. jerseys oh those jerseys sucked so bad the v-neck short sleeves Ugh. Ugh. um if you uh if you remember uh they were wearing they were wearing those horrible jerseys but uh that was the game that richard jefferson dunked on Kevin Durant, oh. that was the day. That was the yeah, game that a, Clay game. Thompson dunked on uh, on J- Richard Jefferson. Like they had this back and forth. It was a great. And then Kyrie hits the shot over Clay. It was like a whole thing. Uh, that averaged seven point one million viewers, which is the highest uh, estimated to be the highest uh, huh. watched, most watched Christmas Day game. Are the other NBA ones history. even close, or do we not have those numbers? Uh, no, I don't have the other numbers. I, I just pulled a few games. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Thank Fair you. enough. All right, Kyle. Who holds the record for most assists in an NBA in a Christmas Day game? A. Tiny Archibald. B. Chris Paul. C. Oscar Robertson. Or D. LeBron James. All over the place with that one. Yeah, could be the big O. Obviously, Chris Paul's a good bet. Uh, I'm going to swerve. I'm going to go with LeBron James. LeBron, final answer? Final answer. Nope. <laughs> <laughs> it is Tiny Archibald. Yep. He had 18 in 1972 in one game. Bernard King wasn't in there. Yep. Nope. Um, uh, cool. Uh, so did you each just get 100 points? Uh-huh. Sick. Yep. I love that. <laughs> Makes me feel so much better. I came out the gate strong. I thought, man, this is going to be... Yeah, okay, we're going to race in this. <laughs> okay. And, nope. I'm, I'm glad you each only got 100 points for this episode because I, I'm close. I'm hanging in there with you guys when it yeah. comes to props to you. Mm-hmm. All right. Well, kind of happened again. A really cool thing happened last week where Kyle lost and me and Michael won. Cats uh, under hit. SGA's over didn't. But Ingram's over definitely did. So as the points stand now, after today, Michael is right there hanging in 11.20. We've got Kyle just ahead of him with 11.40 and me at 12. 80. Now, this week, we're going to do something a little bit different. Yeah. Uh, we are not going to do props. We are going to lot of like serpent-style draft three uh, two teams apiece for the Christmas Day games. Now, the goal is for your two teams to score more points than anybody else's two, two teams. Okay. okay. So we're kind of doing this on the fly, like drafting. Doing right? it on the fly, yes. Michael, you generally don't get that much of an opportunity to get points, so I'm going to let you choose whether you want to draft first, second, or third. I will go first. You'll <laughs> go first? Fuck off. What do you uh-huh. mean? Okay. Absolutely. All right, Kyle, you can go second. I'll take the cleanup spot. 
back to back. Okay. All right. Uh, give me the Suns. You want the Suns? Obviously, I think. Okay. Yeah, that's upsetting. Um, I'll take the Warriors. Take the Warriors. I'm going to take the Jazz. <sighs> and I'm also going to take the... Uh, we're going to go with the Celtics. They're right there for you. He left it on a silver platter for you. I know, but they are terrible without Giannis. <laughs> um, I'm going to take the Mavericks. Wow. I'm, I'm, I'm taking your bucks then. Okay. All right. Give me, uh, yeah, also against the Celtics, uh, not looking so good right now. Give me, give me the bucks and the Suns. I feel confident about that. Hopefully, right. these games aren't anything like last year's. Last year's games were horrible. Oh. Blowout after blowout oh, after shit. blowout. Yeah. yeah, it was it was really a bad time. Yeah, so. I feel like these games are either they're probably head more towards that than I'm excited for them to be amazing, but uh, I'm hopeful. I really don't know what to expect. All right, folks, that brings us to a close here at Yay Basketball. We wish you and yours a very happy holidays, a Merry Christmas, a great new year. Well, of course, we'll see you, or you'll hear us, I should say, before the end of the year. We'll be back next Monday. Um, but uh, for now, obviously, you know, thank you so much for listening. You know, follow us at Yay underscore basketball on Twitter and Instagram. And just a reminder, we are recording live from the Yay studio. We'll do it live. Fucking thing. So if you uh, if you had fun, please sure you send the link to a friend. It is the most important thing. And please rate us on Spotify if you're a Spotify listener. That will help us a lot climb up those charts. We're uh, we're making our way up there. We're moving a little bit, but uh, those uh, those ratings are definitely going to help us. Kyle, do you have anything for the people? Uh, stay safe out there. Go get vaccinated if you haven't. Mm-hmm. It's literally free. Justin, tell me about the Wizards. <sighs> The Wizards are right in the ship. They're going to be great. Let's go, Wizards, as always. Uh, never give up hope, guys, because do you believe in magic? I do. Not the magic. That doesn't work, does it? But they're coming here, so that's yeah. right. <laughs> All good. right. Please read our Zards pod. Yeah. Zards. <laughs> Thanks so much for listening, guys. Merry Christmas. And don't forget, yay basketball. <laughs>